You are listening and watching Sweats, Heels, and Mental Health Podcast, where we have girl talk with a mental health twist. Please click subscribe and listen and watch for our next episode. Welcome back. Happy New Year. This is our second episode of 2022, and we are Sweats, Heels, and Mental Health Podcast, Twinning with Women, Women. I'm one of your co-hosts, Maria Dron-Bush. I'm your other co-host, Marshawn Drawn. And today we are going to talk about this thing called you, me, and we. <laughs> Ain't no we, y'all. <laughs> Listen, me and Marshawn, we've been talking about this um, before, about co-parenting and boundaries. Not even just boundaries, healthy boundaries at that healthy. You want to elaborate on this, sis? Yeah, listen, listen. No, co-parenting. You know, being my honestly, being myself, being a um, I'm a I'm a baby mama. You know, I'm not with the father. We ain't married. We ain't dating. We ain't together. I ain't heard from him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a son with a man, so that makes me a baby mama. I have a baby father. Um, but I just think in co-parenting, um, and this doesn't exist for me again because he's non-existent. But um. And and other things in other relationships, well, relationship that I have, and then also like relationships that I hear about with other people and I witness and experience, um, there's the co-parenting factor. Um, And it's just, you know, as far as the the mom and the dad in their agreement for something with the kids, you know, raising the kids, providing financially, emotional, mental, um, all that kind of support for your child and your y'all's relationship being cordial and cool for the kids sake, right? You want to get along um, in a perfect world, you know, and then you have the, the parents who get in relationships with other people. And then what does co-parenting look like then? Um, should it change, you know, the dynamics of the, the co-parenting? No. One big thing that, um, that I also, I know we talk about all the time. And I saw something on Facebook too, just recently about it. Somebody kind of put it out there was, um, and it can be vice versa, but, you know, as a, a father, a baby father taking care of his kids, but also being there for the mom, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm be honest with y'all, I don't agree with it. To me, we're all adults. Parents should only be there for their kids. You can get along. That's fine with the other parent. Um, and, you know, whatever, maybe we're going to do birthday parties together or and not necessarily obligated and have to. But if you do, that's great. Record the kids see us getting along or whatever. But just because you have somebody's child or you're having a child with somebody does not make you obligated to take care of that adult for the rest of their life. You're there for the kids, not the adult. The adult is an adult, a whole adult, a whole person that can work, a whole person that can make decisions, a whole person that also makes mistakes and can get themselves out of it. You can hustle, find a way, make it do it. You don't run to the baby daddy or the baby mama for help. You're an adult, figure it out. I'm, that's how I feel, sorry. And I'm a baby mama, don't get it twisted. Um, but so I just think that whole thing about feeling like you're obligated or because I am important and I come first because I'm the baby mama. No. That entitlement. It's almost like that entitlement that you're yeah, talking about. That's the word I'm looking for, girl. Entitlement. You're not entitled because you you have a child with somebody to be taken care of by that person. Um, and I and you know, and, it, and it, I think it comes it relate to me, uh, maybe it depends on the dynamics of y'all relationship, how y'all started, what y'all doing. I, but I feel like even if y'all were friends and then y'all got married or had kids and it didn't work out and now y'all just back co-parenting that's fine but they're still you're not entitled 
You know, you're not entitled for this person to come through for you all the time. You're an adult, figure it out. Because then when these people get into relationships with other people, then it's like, does that change then? So I'm supposed to take care of you and be there for you. But then if you get a man, I'm not going to be there for you like that because you got a man. No, that's stupid. Why did you do it in the first place? Why does the dynamic change? Because she got a man. She still got your kids. So why change the dynamic if that's what y'all been doing from jump anyway? So that's far from jump. Don't do it. Take care of the kids. And I think that's how I feel. How you feel? I think that you're, you know, I think you're right. I think that the relationship isn't, it's, that's why it's co-parenting because it's not a, if it was a relationship, it would have been, you guys would have still been together, but it's co-parenting. And so it's about the kids. It's for mm-hmm. the sake of the children. And, you know, I'm, everybody's situation is definitely different. One, one situation doesn't, you know, can work for somebody else. And so I've seen where um, folks are able to, you know, men particularly, they've been really close to their ex and they've been able to carry on that relationship where if that, you know, either one of them has an issue or fall ill, like they are there, they are there if they fall short they are there for one another. Um, and even with new spouses, they're still there for one another. So everybody's situation is quite different and, and, uh, it can be possible to have healthy co-parenting. Um, but we're talking about the unhealthy today. And I think that (laughs) some people are not able to, and that's why you need healthy boundaries. Because once you get into a new relationship, it is about that new partner. And you all are both now working together for how you want your, your relationship and your home to run now. Yeah. And And I, and I, I think too, I mean, like, like we said, it depends on the dynamics of the relationship. Um, cause there, there, there can be healthy boundaries. Um, and then that kind of comes into play. I mean, when you get, when you get, cause then if you're helping, you know, if you're always, and I, and I really, I just think it's the toxic unhealthy, boundaries that that really sits bad with me with women who feel entitled or even men I mean let's flip it there too are there men that feel entitled so baby mommy supposed to take care of him when he needs you I mean let's flip the dynamics because it shouldn't just be a sex thing you know what I'm saying gender but um let's say y'all you get in relationships with other people and then maybe you get married so then the baby mama's needing help you know like maybe she ain't got no food of course we're gonna feed the kids but you what you can go figure out figure something to eat but we all in a healthy world okay she hungry we don't want her starving maybe she really going through it this month or as long as it ain't every month that's you need to look at stuff figure something out but um at that case then it's like okay you know how do how do you help how do you address it but instead of the baby mama just going to the father then at that point it's coming to the man and his wife and they come into the decision and agreeing with it together, or the, even the boyfriend and the girlfriend, if they in a relationship, you know, the baby mama need help or baby daddy, we together are coming on an agreement on how we're going to assist her or him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's healthy because number one, it just, it lets that, that, that entitled feeling person, you know, no, no decisions are made without, we don't, we agree on this together. You know, ain't no secrets, ain't nothing hidden, but you know, we are a unit. We're a team. Yeah. This is my partner. And if you need something, come to her. And that and to me that's healthy, you know. And that way they learn, hey, I need to go to the woman. I don't need to keep talking to the baby daddy. Let me talk to the the mom, the I mean the the wife, the girlfriend, and let them know, hey, you know, I'm, I need a little help this month or you know. And really it shouldn't be a monthly thing, like I said, to I just 
y'all can agree to disagree, but I feel like we're all adults and you got to pull your weight. But if you a dire need, like if something's going on, you really like, hey, I ain't got nobody. Yeah. We'll help. But it needs to come from both. Not just the baby daddy writing you checks and sending you money and buying you food and not consistently all the time. There's a problem there. Or if it gets habitual and that person, individual, really can't take care of themselves, maybe we need to go back to court and revisit what that parenting plan looks like. Are you able and capacity to care for the kids? Maybe you need time to get yourself back up on, um, you know, together financially and secure certain things. And so maybe that has to be a conversation. Can you take the kids a little bit more so that I can work more or reaching out for help, other means to try to get to, to work. But I think that has to be a conversation and it really has to be encouraged by that spouse yeah. is the um, co-parent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not their caregiver. You're not their ATM. You're not their, uh-uh. their, their savior. You know, you're not women, men, we're not entitled because we have children with these people. They're entitled to take care of that child. And some choose not to, some choose to. But I mean, if they're taking care of their kids, and a lot of these parents go, uh, I mean, other parents go, well, yeah, you know, parenting great. But just don't be feeling entitled for somebody to, oh, because I'm, I I did this, I'm entitled to that. They're going to always, I come first. You're not a priority, baby. Yeah. Because they're in a whole relationship now. Or they're, they're, y'all not together. Well, mm-hmm. He's, that's not your man. It's not your woman. They're not going to take care of you. Go get a job. Get yeah. two jobs. Yeah. But And then again, like you said, if, if you can't do it, then it's really just being an adult. Let's be honest and have that conversation. You're not giving up on your kids. You're still going to see your kids. But hey, take them more because I need to get on my feet. Well, Some of us ain't got that option. So, I'm, I, and, I, and I guess I feel like that too, because a lot of, a lot of us, a lot of people are single and doing it on their own and been doing it on their own. Unfortunately, you don't have the co-parenting option. Period. You the only parent. Period. Financial, emotional, um, physical in their life. So you don't have that option to go. Oh, you can go to dad. You can go to mom. You're the only parent. So you know you got to get two or three jobs. You gotta. And it's nice to have that option to have somebody there, but you gotta just know you're not with them. They're not obligated to take care of you. It's their choice. You know. So it, it can become toxic to me. So I mean, and I'd like y'all's opinion. I mean, like chime in. What y'all? What I mean, you know comment what do y'all feel about that but don't you know come from a position of looking at both sides I mean what does that look like for you Um, because it can be healthy and unhealthy it can get toxic and it can get very messy um, depending on the person who's the receiving end of it but I definitely think if there is a parenting plan in place stick to the parenting plan don't veer off of it don't try to make things up shake it up stick with the parenting plan Especially if you're in a co-parenting with with a highly conflict a person that is highly com- com- high conflict combative, with, yeah, yes, uh, a person that <clears throat> it's just they just breed and live off and f- fuel off of conflict. Yeah. I think that it's just important to stick to the facts, stick to the parenting plan to the T. Yeah. Do this favor, don't do that favor. Just stick to the plan. Um, and it's unfortunate. You know, sometimes you just can't, sometimes you got to stick to it. Because if you veer off, 
they're not going to bear off for you when they, when you need, or it'll just mess stuff up. So yeah. Yeah. It's sticking stick to the plan. In the plan. <laughs> I think there's this thing called, you know, when you are, you know, working with a high conflict co-parent, it's a thing called parallel parenting where, you know, um, if the person is not willing to communicate, not cooperative, there's always some type of back and forth. Um, this is this where you find that you're implementing, um, you know, you're encouraging following the parenting plan and, you, you know, you're not, there's limited communication with um, that other co-parent. You're just basically moving and doing what you know what's best with your, with your children um, versus trying to communicate and work things out with the other co-parent. And so that limits the amount of communication, the amount of disagreements, the amount of arguments, um, the confusion, anything, these, this power struggle, you know, or revenge. If people mm -hmm. are not really still very much need to heal, that limits that interaction. So that maybe the both parents can heal um, or that one parent that is struggling can um continue with their process of healing in their journey from yeah. divorce or um, that separation or that, uh, from that relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, yeah, sometimes you just have to have that option. Um, again, cause like, like we said, there's healthy and there's unhealthy boundaries. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the person that you, you know who you are, you know, the person who you were with, you know, what you need to stick with. Um, yeah. Sometimes you got to have that plan to stick with those of you who you know, weren't married and divorced and have that plan created for you. You just baby mama, baby daddy, kind of not together no more. Kind of dealing with it and going flop out at night or just letting it, you know, you're you, you just flowing with it. And just know um, that there, you can still set healthy and unhealthy boundaries. It's up to you to do that. And um, it's good to do that. Being honest and being, you know, real. You know, we, we taking care of kids and, but just know that if you, if you put yourself in a position where you're obligating yourself to take care of the other person, not just the kids, but the person, they're going to expect that all the time. So then when you get with, you know, try to move on in your life with somebody new and they come in the picture and don't like it. Yeah. You know, or, you know, that person don't like that you with somebody. So they, they're going to become even more toxic and what they want and need from you. It just gets messy. Uh, at, at the end of the day, do what's best for the kids. We are here to take care of kids. Mm -hmm. You know, that's it. And we can be cordial. Um, I mean, kids can see you get along. Even if you have a plan and you just, y'all don't even really communicate like that. You're just sticking with the plan. But kids, you know, when y'all meet up to swap kids or, or like I said, birthday parties or anything like that, you're cordial. Mm -hmm. You're not giving each other looks. You high by, that's it. The kids see you getting along. Yeah, that's it. But you ain't got to be in the background writing checks and, you know, you know. and if, if even if you haven't been in a relationship, which you said a little bit earlier, just a minute ago, if you haven't been in a relationship or, you know, a divorce or anything like that, where you've been forced to have a parenting plan, you can always get a mediator. Um, you can always talk to sit down with a mediator and that third person be that you guys help you all come up with a plan mm -hmm. for how to move forward with co-parenting. So you, um, even if you haven't been in, you know, married per se or divorced and have this, you know, legal document for parenting plan, 
you can get with a mediator, you know, some range from $150, $100, $150 to, you know, $300 an hour. It just depends on who, what area you live in, but yeah. that's an option if you feel like you cannot, the two of you can't come on an agreement on something. You can also include a mediator. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's affordable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's affordable. And it is healthy. Mm -hmm. I can't stress that enough. Have healthy boundaries. Um, just for the sake of, you know, you, yourself, and the children, not you, me, and we. You, me, and we. There's no we anymore, people. We're not sharing this space. We're not sharing this space. We're not sharing nothing with these kids. Yes. You get them, I get them. We both take care of them. Yes. Them late night text messages. And if it's not regarding the children, and even if it is regarding the children, and it can wait till daylight daylight time. Let's yeah. do that. Let's respect that person's space and respect their relationship. Yeah. You know, um, it can wait. It can wait. Strictly if there's no emergency, if it's not about the kids, it can wait till tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, you you people we just need to take responsibility for our, our own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> not the other person's obligation. You're not entitled. Being a being a baby mama is not entitle you to anything. Yeah. It doesn't make you priority. Right. I'm sorry to say. And I can respectfully say that as a baby mother. Mm -hmm. I'm not a priority to my son's father. He doesn't have to stop, drop, and roll for me. For Jeremiah, yes. For me, no. Yeah. And respectfully, yeah. And vice versa. So mm -hmm. um yeah, what what do y'all think about that? I, I love to see y'all's comments and, and keeping it real with it, but yeah, it's healthy about boundaries the about the children, not using the children to get back right. into this, the 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 yeah. parent, not gossiping or talking bad or trying to fish to get you know pull information out of your children about your co the co parent. Yeah, it's all about the children. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you if we gonna yeah, healthy boundaries. Let's, let's get along. The, you know, the most that you can. You know, I think a lot of a lot of people I've um, talked to and experiences I've seen and, and witnessed. I mean, for the most part, people do get along. Um, but I've I've seen it also get pretty toxic. And I, I think people get along because they have those healthy boundaries. Again, that's why they get along. There's healthy boundaries. There's no crossing it. You can't. You can't. You can't get me. We have healthy boundaries. I'm like, no, nah, I ain't doing that. So I haven't really seen too much toxicity in it, but I can, you know, it can get toxic and messy if you don't have healthy boundaries, mm -hmm. period. So mm -hmm. parents out here working together. Um, yeah. You, you gotta have, you gotta have the healthy boundaries, man. And and whatever that, like we say, like you said, if you're married and divorced and you got that, create the plan. It it's healthy and it, it'll work and you can change it if you need to. I'm sure. Or like you said, get a mediator. If y'all can't come to that agreement, get somebody get somebody in there that can help y'all. Because at the end of the day, it's about the kids. Yeah. And, don't and, also, and also about your mental and your, you know, your daily life too. You want to be happy too. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, what you were saying a little bit earlier, you know, keeping your, your personal life personal. Like when it comes to communicating with the co-parent, if there's not any, that's part of those healthy boundaries, not sharing your personal stuff. Again, it's about the children, you know, and, you know, it, you know, possibly talking to friends, 
um, you know, because you, like I said, if it was a good and healthy relationship and if it was worth having, you guys would still be together. And so once you start crossing those emotional boundaries, it's almost like you're getting yourself back into that bad relationship where you can get that's where you want to be and fall falling back into those things and so i think it's really important to really watch out for that those pitfalls as they say them tar pits and being careful social media what you're putting on social media (laughs) big because that's the that's the time we in right now that's a big thing people using social media to talk about the co-parent you know i don't think that's a so each his own, you know, some people use that as a healing process, um, but it really is not a healthy way to move on your healthy journey of healing. Um, speaking with my therapy hat on, it is not a really good space to use um, to help you heal. Um, it, it just creates confusion. It creates um, it just makes you upset. You have now this community of people that probably have bad advice that are speaking in on your situation. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not a, um, a good form. And that's where you go to therapy. Therapy is good. Um, it's a good place to have a third person or someone out of the situation you can talk to. You don't have to feel like you're going to hurt their feelings if you tell them something. They're trained and professionals that have been trained to talk you through this, process it. Um, but again, social media is not the place. It's just not there. Yeah, don't send subliminal messages. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you, you've experienced stuff and you want to put it out there, that's great. But also, too, I mean, if we're going to do that, let's, let's be real about our flaws, our side, you know, the things we did and to ruin or, or, or to not, you know, if it didn't work out, it just was, it's two people there's two sides to a story and it's just not one person saying I'm the victim. You did this to me. You did that. Well, what did you do? Yeah. It's two sides. We all play a part. We all have a chess piece and a monopoly piece yeah. and we all go bankrupt. We go to jail. <laughs> just keep it real people. I mean, you know, social media, I agree. That's not a platform where you need to just be because I mean, you know, Let's just keep it real. People know you. People know who you're talking about. Um, but then, too, I mean, if you're going to go there, just be completely honest and real about your flaws, too. If you're going to try to help people, don't play the victim. Also play your part. That's how you help people. What mistakes you realize that you made, how you're growing. I mean, if we want to use social media as therapy and releasing and healing, just go all out for it. That's wow. how you help people because they see your flaws and they go, oh, okay dang he went through that but then he also or she also you know she did this she did that and she realized that in themselves and himself and they growing and look at them now and so when we see your next relationship and you're doing great we know you worked on yourself because we watching because it's a movie <laughs> it's a movie it is kind of like grab the popcorn what's, what's i got my popcorn baby and my glass of wine i'm waiting to see what's happening next in your sequel i'm like what's happening in the next scene don't take it away from me i'm binging your facebook <laughs> like stranger things get out of here we just did an episode on keeping a mental <laughs> priority listen if i see some foolishness i am unfriending and unfollowing you <laughs> for my mental health <laughs> but like, i can't do it <laughs> but, but yeah. no people really yeah 
it's it's good stuff. The healthy boundaries is so good. It's not for the other person, but it's for you. For you. It's for and your you. kids. Mm-hmm. It's for you and your kids. Um, yeah. for sure. So there's you, me, no we. No we. If there's a we baby, then that's where you need to be. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Honestly. And then you're doing yourself and everybody else a favor. Just be with that person if you're gonna be there for them like that. Be there be there for them like that for the rest of y'all belong together especially if they're taking up that type of space in your mind in yeah. the day yeah let's revisit that like yeah what is it about this person you know that you miss like yeah. maybe you'll need to heal from that maybe you want to consider getting back with that person yeah if you can do something for some, at the drop of a dime you need to be with that person or, or just being honest with your new person, like your new partner saying, you know, I'm still healing, man. Yeah. And I, I'm, tr- I'm working through this to try to not be this personal or feel obligated or I'm a people pleaser or I'm a giver. Just being real with your partner. Yeah. That's can- another conversation. If you like, you know, be real about that struggle, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And get help. Your partner can help you find, your partner can help you get safe boundaries, healthy boundaries. Um, like you said, or maybe it's that you going, you know, a therapist, maybe you don't know. So, you know, that partner can tell you, hey, let's go talk to a therapist or you go talk to a therapist and figure out why you're still doing that or what help you need to help you move forward from that. Because trauma, I think part of that is trauma response. You know, research says when you go through certain traumatic things you know your body holds on to trauma you know so when you're triggered you know you experience in any you know different types of ways and so that may be your trauma response you know your response to that trauma that is replaying in your head or replaying by certain smells or certain words somebody uses or certain situations may trigger you Mm -hmm. feeling obligated Mm -hmm. you know that it goes deep, y'all. And maybe you have to figure out why you feel obligated to still be there for this person, take care of this person. When you're taking care of your kids, mm-hmm. then you still feel like you got to be there for this baby mom and this baby daddy. You got to be the savior. Mm-hmm. You got to feel bad for them, you know. And and, and trust and believe, they know you do. Mm-hmm. So they're going to take advantage and use you to the best of their ability. But you have to really, you know, figure out what it is that makes you continue to do that. Oh. It's not healthy. Yeah. Yeah, it's good, Sean. So that's some deep thoughts, y'all. Just keeping it real, man. You know, this a little girl talk. And that's something I know a lot of people deal with. I mean, a lot of us have kids. A lot of us are not with the spouse anymore the, or the partner. Mm-hmm. Um, we baby mamas and we baby daddies out here. Some of us are co-parenting. Some of us are getting along. Some of us just think. Some of us are toxic. Mm-hmm. Some of us want to be obligated or uh, feel entitled and some of us know like hey as long as he's taking care of his kids and you know now I'm not now I'm not saying like hey yo you know you got a blackout or something and you mean maybe you don't have family members you can go to you can maybe call the baby daddy hey kids yeah. need to come over there or can we come spend the night you know help you but if y'all got a healthy boundary relationship that's okay right and you got a girl or something right you can talk to both of them and she needs to agree with it too. But if it's healthy and it's not toxic, there shouldn't be an issue, right? Because I've seen it where people, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going through this, and I need you to take the kids 
um, a little bit more or maybe the kids just need to live with you for a little while full time you know let's yeah. talk about it so some people can really come together and have that healthy dialogue and come to that conclusion but some people yeah. can't and and that's okay boundaries are healthy it's set, set, set them boundaries it's no we no we you me you and me there's you there's me you over there i'm over here we got kids there's no we and if y'all don't leave none else today hashtag no we no we just you and me right <laughs> <laughs> you and your partner mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Well, we'd like y'all to um, comment, like, share, um, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, you got anything else to say, Rim? I don't. Just keep the kiddos first. That's all I say. Keep the kiddos first. And if you can't do it, you know, work it out together, stick to the legal system, you know, par- parenting plan get a mediator, um, go to therapy if need be, um, include, don't be afraid to reach out for support. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like you got to do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's real talk. Mm-hmm. All right, good people. Well, we thank you for getting in with us in the season three episode, you, me, and we, which we're going to take away. No, we, mm-hmm. um, keeping those healthy boundaries, um, self-care always. And again, the resources are there for you for therapy, uh, mediation, legal system, and common sense. Mm-hmm. Well, make it happen, good people. Thank you for listening. Subscribe, watch, listen. We're on all platforms. Until next time. All right. Be good. Be good, good people. <laughs>